This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. As artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore, AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. With over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live, small group, cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. In the last episode of this five-part series on design sprints, we met some of the team members at AJ and Smart. And we told you a little bit about the app that we'll be focused on this week, Zero. Zero is considered to be a simple fasting tracker that's used for intermittent circadian rhythm and custom fasting. Basically, what Headspace has done for mindfulness and meditation, Zero is trying to do for fasting. And it was started by Kevin Rose, right? That's right. Kevin Rose launched it in December of 2016. Yes, that's right. So here's the client arriving at the AJ and Smart offices at the beginning of the day. Yeah, we're very lucky. He starts to get a lay of the land. 
Over the course of the next two days, Mike will be calling AJ and Smart's offices home during this design sprint. He'll leave after the second day, but the team at AJ and Smart will keep going another two days. The cadence that they and their clients really have come to prefer. We hear Dee, a member of the AJ and Smart team, showing Mike around the office. Right now, they're more or less strangers, but throughout the week, they and the rest of the sprint team will be getting to know each other quite well. I mean, it's hard not to when you're spending nearly every waking hour for two days straight together. Things are calm now, but the sprint and everything that comes with it, it's about to begin. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective, where your hosts, Michael Saka and Mike Belsito. Okay, we are just getting into this design sprint for Zero, conducted by the team at AJ and Smart. And this design sprint, it is inspired by the design sprints that GV conceived, that's Google Ventures, and was outlined in the book Sprint. Yes, but AJ and Smart, they do have their own unique take on design sprints. Instead of five days, this first sprint is four. And usually the client only joins for the first two of those days. Here's Dee from AJ and Smart as she lays out what the week will look like. And you'll also hear the client, Mike, sharing some hesitation, but also some excitement about the week. So we're going to have these four days. The two days we're going to be spending together, Monday and Tuesday, um, where we're going to... So I'm my storyboarding skills associated. Wow, my drawings are terrible. That's moving. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. We can actually do the stuff that we can do. Great. I mean, I, I, I like the uh, I like the evolution you guys have created. It also makes it much easier not to spend a whole week. Exactly. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So we actually got that feedback from working. That was where we were. A week. A week. That's a week. That's a week. A week. That's a week. That's a week. We always found it valuable, but it was really hard to swallow. Yeah. So we're really going to capture everything from you. You know, that's yeah. awesome as well. Capture absolutely everything, and especially in that storyboard, in every day. So over the course of four days, what actually happens? Well, AJ and Smart, again, they have their own process that they tend to follow. This first day, it's going to be all about defining the challenges, coming up with sprint questions that need to be answered, and really setting a goal. Okay, so it's more of a prep day, if you will. Not exactly. By the end of the day, like just this very first day, just Monday, they will actually already be sketching out potential solutions. And the next day, Tuesday, they'll vote on those solutions and start to storyboard it out. And I think you mentioned the client tends to leave at some point in this process, right? That's right. The way AJ and Smart does it, they do leave. Now, usually in a company, the decider is the CEO or a key stakeholder. Um, but the purpose with having the client leave after just the first two days is one, it's actually attractive for the client. He doesn't need to take as much time out of his schedule. But two, it allows AJ and Smart to focus on building the prototype on Wednesday and actually test that prototype with real users on Thursday. Based on that feedback, there could be more work dedicated in the following week to touch things up or iterate if they need to. But before we get things started, it is important to know who's in the room. So there's the client. Usually you used to start a company and then building, get, having all the context to launch. Yeah. So anyway, my hope is to jumpstart um, the next iteration of zero very quickly. Who else do we have as part of the sprint team? Well, here are the first two folks. There's D, who's serving as the sprint lead for the week. You actually heard her before giving a bit of a tour. And then there's Fedor, an interaction designer. So I'm D. My role is I'm the, the sprint lead for this week, which really just means that 
if we really like to have one person that's responsible for the sprint, it doesn't mean that I'll be doing all the work for a complete team together, but um, I'll be responsible for sending the daily updates to you, reports at the end, and really just making sure that everything's prepared for the day and I'll be facilitating most of the exercises. Cool. Um, and my background, I've been a UX designer, product designer, service designer for about 10 years. I actually studied computer science at university and then very quickly discovered design. As a junior product designer, it was my first job. It's like, ooh, understanding problems, <laughs> not, not just coding things. Alright, so I'm from I come from Belarus. So I've been running for a few years now. Okay, cool. Um, and how good and I know there was one other member of the AJ and Smart team of there. Of course. There's one of the co-founders, Michael Smart. He's the one that puts the smart in AJ and Smart, literally. <laughs> we don't have time for bad jokes. Mike. All right. I know. I know. Anyway, here's Michael Smart introducing himself and sharing his hopes for the design sprint. Michael Smart set up AJ and Smart by pure accident. I started out as a communication designer photographer and kind of actually a sports scientist, I did these degrees actually. We will be delivering these developer-ready files just if you want. The brief is done for the bit, right? Here's the prototype, here's the screens, go. Yeah, and I hope that we can achieve that. But above that, I think from using it a little bit and, and testing it out, for me, I would love to find out what the marketing messaging could be and what is the tone of this or this service, right? I'd really love to find that because I think that that will carry, that will go a long way to carrying this, you know, through the different iterations if we can establish a great tone rather than a bunch of features that have been kind of like that together. If you stop and think about these outcomes, it would be an incredible amount to get done in four days. Not just like coming up with the ideas, but getting the developer ready files, direction and the tone of the app itself. It's really a lot. It, it absolutely is. And that's definitely one of the allures of design sprints. Okay, intros are now out of the way. The team has talked about what they hope to get out of it. But it is important to go deeper about what challenges Zero faces today. That's going to help the entire sprint team all get around a central goal, form the critical sprint questions. Here's Mike actually talking about what he wants. And you'll also hear from D uh, from the AJ and Smart team digging in with him a little bit. One of the main challenges I'm facing is that the app currently today assumes a ton of knowledge, user knowledge about why I want to fast, how to fast, what the different kinds of fasts are, and it just sort of shortcuts all of that um, into, hey, start a fast and we'll time it for you. Yeah. So there's, um, there, there's basically no onboarding or context given around the power of fasting, what are you as a user trying to achieve, um, here's different things to try and different curriculum types to try to then start a fast. It's, it's, it's shortcutting, I think, not in a good way, um, the, the beginning journey. Are you saying that for me at the call last week as well? That you, you don't want to convince any naysayers and like, um, yeah. convert people. It's like saying a ketogenic diet or, yeah. or like a vegetarian diet or a vegan diet. Like for every person that's like a vegan diet is the best diet, yeah. there's 10 more people that say that's bullshit and yeah. it should be this. And that's the same with fasting. And if, what about the in-between where the, the sequel that 
don't really know that it's even a, a, an option for them. Do you want to be, I remember you saying you don't want to convert anyone, but do you still want to actually capture people who are just looking for something? That yes, and, and the reason I think that's possible is because fasting is becoming a, a big conversation in mainstream media. So maybe people actually start yeah. searching, Googling, searching, or they come across an article or a podcast where it mentions this thing, but they've already had the trigger in their mind probably. Yes. Um, or their friends tell them about something. Yep. Anything else to add? No. Nope. Cool. So then people learn more about it. So at the moment, there's really just the app store. So this discussion goes on for a bit, but it's an important one. They eventually do establish the core goal and understand together what those challenges are. We've got this goal. Um, we understand the, the main challenges that we've been wanting, we've want to focus on, which are um, the fasting programs, making personal, like the right kind of fasting programs for people, connecting people and supporting each other through their fasting, providing more guidance for people to actually do it and get started doing it and continue doing it and keep their motivation up, um, reward them with their progress and show them what the progress is actually doing. And we've got this goal to be the go-to place and stay number one in the app store. And now that we have a shared understanding of the goal, the challenges, they can actually start sprinting. Here's D as she lays out the rest of the day. Okay, so the ground rules, um, we agreed not to use our devices during the workshop exercises. The only thing I would do is be putting the volume up and down on the music that's still running in the background that we can't hear right now. Um, and of course, in the lightning demos, we use our devices too. And those are some pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. The other <laughs> thing that I'll just draw your attention to is because of we have this oh, yeah. podcast, so they're recording in the background. Yep. I forgot I'm that not that even going to touch it because That's already running in the all point. of those get yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, we're going to take short breaks every 60 minutes or so. Um, so at the end of this week, we'll have decided on a challenge to yeah. tackle and ideated solutions, tourism solutions to try and test them with real people. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Now, back to the show. And step one is getting the customer journey on a map. The team gets started here, running their ideas by Mike. So I think we're going to turn our attention quickly yeah. to, the, to the map and just capture a basic. I think we have a pretty early version of the of the map. Yeah, map. we've just got, which is part of the preparation we do, um, we just draft our own first guess of what the map could look like. The customer just journey. Just make it quicker to go through with you, but also, yeah, this, Mike continues to help the team understand the customer journey. Typically at this stage, AJ and Smart might bring in an industry expert to help them understand certain things about the journey. In this case, Mike serves as that expert. Okay, cool. So, um, we're still filling out more, but we can just ask you how it goes. Um, Sometimes you have different types of Customers, but I think for us, there's probably the, the one general type of person doesn't seem to make too much. We want to achieve too much by trying to break it down into different types of target users. Um, and then we've set our guess of what their goal could be is fast, successfully, and regularly, and get healthier. And after this phase, they move on to what's known as lightning demos. Ah, I love lightning demos. Taking concepts from what might be a totally different industry or application of a solution 
and using it as inspiration. True artists will kind of steal, right, and copy it, right? But yeah. really tailor it, and that's the thing here, right? We just want to focus. Like, there's a lot of great inspiration, but now we have our focus for the sprint, so we need to pull out the, the like the real tangible right. kind of examples of other companies or services doing that. I like to take the poster and write down. And the sprint team they get started pretty quickly. Here's Mike from Zero sharing his lightning demo with the rest of the team. Making the funnel super clear and reducing paradox of choice. Yeah. Um, for those first time use. And, and I don't know if they ask you, are you first time or not? I don't know if you can skip through to the, just go right to premium. I think you can. Yeah. You can go straight through down an advance on a pick. But pretty much everyone goes through this first seven day. Yeah. They get you in there pretty easily. And here's D highlighting a portion of the results from the rest of the lightning demos that were presented. Uh, last day, I got the gives you tips throughout the day, so really personal, choosing the moments to really personally connect with you and give you suggestions. A chat style personal trainer. Start with the streets and the progress, which Headspace also has the streets concept as well. Yeah. Um, and people, inspiring people to share their journey and their results and their activities with each other. My fitness pal, message board of success stories, and tips are really similar. Community building, self-organizing, allowing people to share their successes. Support me. Um, prep for a motor- marathon? Oh, that's right. Um, setting your training days and visually planning your schedule so that it makes your life easier and it makes it, it gives you more chance of success when you can visually plan that what that journey will be like for that week, that month. Um, In one of the confessional sessions that Michael Smart took part in after Monday, he reflected back on the lightning demos and how they lead very well into Monday afternoon, where the team will begin sketching out solutions. Once we've really like established the scope of work for this sprint, you know, not only just getting out all of the challenges as as we do by capturing kind of all these how might we's, but really using the customer journey map as a as a as a nice visual asset where we can start to hone in on what scope of work we're going to do this week and so we've really going to be focusing on this um you know on the actual experience when users really do decide to try fasting so whatever program that is and so the lightning demos were really based around our three sprint questions that we set up, set up in the morning and the lightning demos that we showed each other were really um, trying to give ourselves a little bit of ammunition and inspiration for our solution sketches in the afternoon. And believe it or not, we're already near the end of the afternoon on Monday, but we're not done quite yet. The team will now use what they've learned in the initial discussions about the goals and the challenges um, and the lightning demos that took place, and they'll actually start sketching out real world solutions. And not just once, they'll actually go through four rounds of solution sketches. Here's D with how that works. The last thing of the day is this four-part sketching. Do you remember mm-hmm. this? Okay. So four-part sketching has four parts. <laughs> Note-taking is what we're just about to do, which really the whole purpose of it is just to not invent new things, just to note down the things that have um, struck a chord with us um, that are already on the wall. Some things we're we're all going to write down and rewrite down some things, which I'll say, and then you can just go around the room looking at the map and the how much questions and the lightning demos 
and just taking rewriting what's on the wall already. And this gets this process started, but really planting the seeds, putting those things back in our minds so that they can start, it's like a toolkit we're putting back in our brains that we can use to start constructing ideas. The second one is in the book, it's called do Doodling. We can sometimes call it, sometimes call it scribbling because Germans or well, Europeans don't know the word doodling and they think it sounds weird. Scribbling, um, uh, basically just starting to see what something might look like, scribbling stuff out. Sketching. Like you're, yeah, like you're on the phone to someone. Just, just some of the words Just you've start got doodling. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't have to be coherent yet at all. Then we do Crazy Eights, which you know. Crazy yeah. Eights is a core sprint method. It's a fast sketching exercise that challenges people to sketch eight ideas in eight minutes. Now, that's not eight variations of one idea or eight steps of one idea, but eight distinct ideas. ideas, idea or a bunch of ideas put together into a, this is what this thing could be like. And we'll go through each one in detail when we get up to it. But the point I want to make now is that now, the first couple exercises, they're not really to be shared or even seen. They're really for you, the individual, to get your ideas out on paper. ...process going and start to get our own structure. So you don't have to worry that it has to be pretty or someone's going to look at it and have to understand it. No risk of that for me. Okay. But this one, actually, when we get up to it, is the one that we end up showing to each other. But we won't even see that until tomorrow morning. So we're going to go through this process formulate our thoughts, get them in a uh, coherent way, put them into a concept that we're going to show to each other. This is a collection of ideas that I think we could work, we can put together, and we're going to look at them then tomorrow, and this is the one that everyone will see. And so the team goes on to sketch out solutions in different ways. Some of these sketches are just for themselves. They're like a creative exercise to let the best ideas rise to the top. The worst ideas sink to the bottom. But the fourth round of sketches, these will be shared with the rest of the team tomorrow um, in the Tuesday portion of the design sprint. And as you can imagine, after a full day one of a design sprint, the team is excited and definitely hopeful, but also exhausted. Fantastic. Mm. High five. Yeah, you can tell it's probably a good thing they're breaking for the day. But once they get their fill of dinner and some rest and relaxation, they'll all be back together bright and early for the second day of the design sprint. That's right. And that's where decisions will get made. Everyone will show off their solution sketches. And again, the decider, he'll decide on what direction the team will go. And then they'll storyboard out that solution later on. A prototype can be made. And later in the week, it's going to get tested with real customers. Just as it's time for the team to break, it's time for us to break as well. So we're going to stop here and we'll be back tomorrow with part three of this five-part series on design sprints. Make sure you tune in each day so you don't miss this sprint week. Such an incredible opportunity for product people. Rocketship.fm is now proudly part of the Podglomerate Network. So you can go to podglomerate.com to find more fantastic shows to listen to or stick around. We've got some after the credits. So we'll see you here every day this week on Rocketship FM.